Fuck this. Fuck. Fuck this introduction. All right, check one two. <laughs> Welcome back to EM <laughs> Explained. I'm Elijah, and this is Mason. Welcome to our new podcast. Hello. From Starting up uh, from scratch. Uh, we're just two buddies that from, from used to work bone. together. And, yeah, we wanted to start something. Yeah, we're starting from <laughs> <laughs> fucking white paper. Starting from nothing. Oh, my starting God. Starting from the mud. So, what's been happening ever since I left work? Um, everyone's quitting, really. Um, no one likes it there. Uh, store's kind of fucked. Um, I did a, I did a, a shift on, uh, Wednesday at another store in Penrith. Um, yeah, but I Mikhail's quitting. I can't Everyone's believe quitting. I got fucking fired Jasmine's from that quitting. shit, bro. Oh my, it was such a shithole anyway. It's a blessing in disguise. Yeah, for real. No, it was so bad. No, and I'm, I'm still I'm quitting. I still kind of, still kind of miss working there though. It's so weird, like, you know... Well, not really, but, like, after I... About, like, a week after, I kind of just, like, realised that... Um... Like, getting up in the morning and not having to, like, sleep all day just to go back and work there is, like, so relieving. And it just felt so weird. Yeah, I know. It, like... Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to feel the same way, but... Um... Yeah, I don't know. I just can't wait to get out of there for, like... I don't know, maybe just now I'm feeling like I just want to get out of there, but maybe in a couple months' time, yeah, like you I, are feeling you want to go back. Yeah, I do kind of miss it, even though it was like or so like shit, it was back, still kind of like it. fun to fuck around. Fuck around. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to mess around with Tina. By the way, Tina, I, yeah, I haven't worked with Tina yet, but apparently she's back from she her bloody leave. And fired me. And then went on leave the d- day after, and I did. I didn't mm. get my s- separation certificate for like. Yeah, exactly. What? Almost a month. Yeah, I only just got it like uh, last really? week. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's so fucked. Yeah, that's literally like, when she I'll came back too. Tuesday last week. when I get back, I'm like, fuck you, you stupid bitch. <laughs> yeah. So, um, to everyone, to everyone watching, um, we're just a couple of teenagers right now. To everyone that is going to be listening, or hopefully you'll be listening and tuning in. Um, yeah. We're just a couple of teenagers. Hopefully you're gonna do some crazy podcast, shit. Um, and pretty much this is this is the. Yeah, hopefully we get some some stars in here. In the hopefully future. we get some crazy names being <laughs> announced in this in this very soon, very very soon. We need to get some more people. I say very here. soon. It probably won't happen for a, a while, but yeah, this is true. Yeah, exactly. We need to get like a talk show going. But let's have a look at these go on, uh go on over these things twenty sexist compliments. You should stop saying. So, <laughs> Ah oh, yes, yes. Elijah did oh, some. Elijah yeah, did some researching on uh, topics, I can't even grab the and um, he stumbled upon this mm. this lovely list. 
Give us some. Give oh, us I'm, some. I'm on the I, I didn't really right read. Now. I didn't really. I didn't really read through any. Sorry, we can edit, we can edit this part out. I, f I think. <laughs> I think I saw some like stolen calendar ones as well. It was just <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> New window. Yeah, I'm gonna bring up. Oh shit. I'm gonna bring up some uh, shit on my phone. Oh, um. Also, did you hear Tate? Andrew, oh, Andrew Tate. Yeah, yeah, got, yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw that. Did you see the video of him like walking around back and forth from uh, in his home? He's under house arrest now as well, which is pretty fucking stupid. No, I, no, I didn't. Yeah, he's under house arrest for thirty days, and then he's gonna go back. Yeah. He posted a tweet. What's his What's his Twitter? I don't think I ever followed his Twitter. Oh, let me pull up. Ah, oh, here we go. Wow. The Matrix may have imprisoned me, but I am free inside yeah. the real world. Oh, that was from a while ago. Oh, he's retweeted. Oh, that was from a while ago. If you speak... If you street... Fuck, I can't speak. Yeah. If you speak truth to power, the new world... Two hours ago... Two hours ago... No, no, no. It's the, tomorrow. Look at the one two hours ago. I dream of freedom. And then I open my eyes and I'm still in the same familiar jail cell. I'll take a few moments. Take a few moments to d swallow my disappointment and begin my morning push-ups. Maybe tomorrow I'll wake up somewhere else. I have not lost hope. It's actually crazy for, that he got locked up though. Yeah, for like for false he charges. He hasn't been charged yet because there's no proof, and they're not publicly showing any proof because there isn't any. You know, there's no proof that he actually did anything at all. I saw. Oh, I can't mm, remember what I exactly. saw it on, but I saw. I saw the leaked. Yeah, exactly. um, text messages between the girls who like publicly made the allegations and stuff like that and it's just you know they're not mm. taking it into mm. consideration I guess and you know the saying that you know restricting someone's source of speak when they're just speaking their opinion shows that you know the government doesn't want want them to talk about like certain things and that is just like showing people that, you know, that they are telling yeah, the exactly. truth and the government doesn't want them to know that. I think it's pretty crazy. He has had a big, a big like impact on a lot of people. Good impact. Yeah, impact on. You know, he ha like, not a lot of people agree with yeah, him. Yeah, some but good, some bad. Most of the time, like he's never like... You know, people always have a sense of humor. People are always going to be mean and, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, people joke around and there's just, in this generation, people take shit way too seriously. Can't take a joke, bro. Gen, that's fucking Gen Z. Even though I'm Today. a part of that, I'm not. And he's influenced a lot of people to change to a man and, you know, stop lazing around. Yeah, I was actually um, thinking about you know, hitting hitting the gym soon. Once I start actually getting some money. Yes, sir. As you should. Yes, yeah, we should. We should actually go together. 
Yeah, so, um, you were, yeah, of course, you were, uh, Zalia, your sister, she was telling me that, um, you got a job at Microsoft. Um, I got a interview, and I also have another interview on, uh, next Tuesday, this Tuesday coming up, and I'm gonna have to do that, and then if I get through that, then I will have a phone interview with them for Apple. This is Apple we're talking about, Penrith, right? And then if I make it through that, which I'm praying I do, I'll have an in-store interview. And then if I make it through that, yes. I get the job. That's good. And then, you know, just going to work at that until <clears throat> get some more money up and stuff like that. Hit the grind. Yes, uh, me and you, me and you're gonna start working, start working, start working hard. So, um, <laughs> what else has been happening this week? What's what's happening? Like, oh, what is happening? It feels like. What did you do this week? Oh, I haven't been really doing anything. <clears throat> I gotta, I gotta find something to do. Um. But I got I got I got uh, some driving tomorrow. Um, yeah, that's good. You know, I'm actually got I've actually got lessons lined up for next week. Lessons, let's go. I have like yes, sir. Hold on, where is my? I have um my logbook here. Let's see how many hours I got. Let's take a look, shall we? I think... Okay, hold on. Um, so I'm two hours away from 70 hours, so I'm at 68 hours. Let's go. And then... That's, that's a lot more than me. Yeah. And then I can um, get this course done, right? It's like this... Um, safe driver course through this, you know, company, and, um, it takes, like, three hours, and then I'll instantly get, um, 20 hours in my logbook, so then I'll be straight up to 90, and then I just need to do 10 more day hours and 20 night hours, probably yep. gonna forge them, but, um, <laughs> and then, yeah, go for the peace test, and then fuck off wherever I want in my mom's car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but on a scale, like if you if you were to put a um if you were to put a percentage up of like the amount of people that actually do their 120 hours and 29 hours, mm. it it'd have to be something low like five percent surely. There's no way anyone actually does all their hours. Yeah, and my like, driving my driving instructor has already said like I am I'm a really good driver and all I need to do is just get my hours up and I'll I'll fucking smash that test, you know. Yeah, it's I boss. All right. So, let's move into this list that we have found, let's that we've move. researched. Um, it's listed as, hold on, I have it in notes, 20 sexist compliments you should stop saying. Fucking hell, okay. So, um... <laughs> How do we view this Let's have a gaze of it. How do we view it? Am I, am I, like... I just copied and pasted it. Is it is cool that you know so much about football. 
<laughs> Why is women can just know as much, if not more, about stereo stereotypically male centered topics such as sports? Things like football, basketball, and baseball are not solely for male enjoyment. Yeah, of course, but you have to look at the vast majority of the fan base of the sports. How like, is that? How is that fucking sexist, though? I don't understand. <laughs> That's just like if I went up, if I went up to someone and like, because you know, not a lot of people, like people, not male or women, like know mm. that much. Yeah, exactly. About because you know you got those, especially in Australia, like a lot of people watch you know the NRL and shit like that. Yeah. And you've, if you just ask them a question like that, it's not... I don't understand how that's a bad thing. Yeah. Oh, I've just found out how we can go through this list. There's um, You just press the arrows and it, it sorts through them. Alright, so, the next one is... It's great that you enjoy drinking beer. Now, I find that one interesting because I know a lot of women, or I've seen a lot of women that drink beer or alcohol regularly. See, and this goes again, like, for me, I fucking hate beer, honestly, it's... Yeah, like, it, it's the, it's, it's <laughs> such a weird <laughs> drink, like, I don't know how yeah. people can sit there for hours and, and just it, like, drink, like, multiple, yeah, I mean, let, let's be real, the only beer I've ever had is Corona, and, oh mm. my god, fuck me, like, I took... One of my old mates was saying that the best thing to do is just take big sips and not think about it. It didn't really work. Like, every time I take a sip, I just want to gag it up. Like, I'm more of a yeah. liquor person. It's horrible. But, what's this next one? You really like to eat, don't you? That's, um... <laughs> <laughs> that can, um... That, see, saying that could go two different ways they could either take it in a sexist way like it uh, like it has been in this list and someone I, I'd yeah. say a feminist has made this list but a yeah, second way is they could consider this fat shaming because they think that you're eating really fast and you eat a lot and you're calling them fat because they have a big appetite because so, women <laughs> women know. should only consume plain chicken breast and salad this compliment not only shames a woman for her appetite, also places needless values on her weight and appearance, suggesting that she should stop acting in a different way. Why are all of these in this list, like, towards females? <laughs> if, if a woman was to say this to me, and I'm a person that... If, if, if I was a person that didn't like to eat, or I like to eat a lot, like... I don't know. It can go the same way with men, I guess. I fucking love food. If someone said that to me, I'd just be like, mm-hmm, with a face full of food. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> I don't... I mean, people can take it in different ways, to be honest. Like, that's... Yeah. I mean, you could have... You could say, like, you really like that food, don't you? But... Yeah. You know, it's whatever. Alright, what's this next one? <laughs> yeah, go on, have a gaze at that. I never would have guessed that you could lift that. 
Believing that women are the weakest sex is a great injustice to the incredible fa feats of strength that uh, they perform on a daily basis. So, I don't actually think that I've ever told a woman or said to a woman that I didn't think you could lift that yeah, much. Yeah, me or, neither. You know, like, it surprised me that a girl could lift that much. Like, they're human. They're just like us. They bleed like we bleed. They breathe like we breathe. They can lift certain amounts like we could. And, like, if you're in a situation where, like, let's say you're, like, play fighting with a girl or something like that, mm. and they seem surprisingly strong, like, you can just... I'd probably say something like, oh my god, you're so strong, like, not... Not like I would... Like, I never would like... have guessed you could do that to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or something like, yeah, I never would have thought you could bring that out of you. What's um You look pretty yeah, with makeup it's a very on. touchy subject. Oh wow. See that's a touchy subject. <laughs> because again it can go in two different ways. <laughs> yeah, again, here we go with telling women that their value as a person is based solely on their appearance. Men aren't expected to make themselves up to get through their day-to-day -day, and neither should women you know with this one like yeah as you said it can go two ways and I honestly like <laughs> once I again mean, it's another touchy subject yeah again like it just depends on how you take it like if you know that person is not like being mean or like, if someone said I looked good in this in an outfit, right? Because I have fucking tons mm -hmm. of clothes. Like, if someone mm. said I looked good in an outfit, I'd just be like, "Oh, thanks. That's really that's really nice yeah. of you." Yeah. And then that outfit would probably move up in my like how do favorited you, outfits. How do you think they would respond if you said you look pretty with makeup on? See, I think they would take it as a compliment and say thank you, and like maybe yeah. blush a little. But then there'd also be girls that would take it the wrong way and be like, what, so you think I'm ugly without makeup? Yeah, I feel like... I feel like when you have a girlfriend, then that's the response you will get. But if it's just, like, a random girl, they're going to be like, oh, my God, mm. thank you. But, like, the more yeah. you get into their life, the more... Naturally, I'm not saying... Well, actually, beautiful you'll find them. Yeah, I'm not saying to any women out there that, like... You know... Yeah. But... Mm. You look pretty with makeup on, because when you get into a relationship with a girl, you kind of have that connection, you know, you're always, like, talking to them and stuff like that, So and you're always giving them their attention and giving them attention and stuff like that. So, next one. I love that you're not overly sensitive. Throughout history, women have been told that they were too histor hysterical for this and too emotional for that. Um, telling a girl that it... Telling a girl it's good that she's not overly sensitive does great disservice to acknowledging that's validating and validating the value of a person's emotions. See, I don't know, because... I don't know. Maybe... Maybe a girl could take it the wrong way because she's been through a lot and she's not sensitive. So she's just sort of good at resilient, like being resilient. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like it depends on... How much you know that person. Hmm. I guess, yeah. 
Because you can tell what sensitive is if you've known them for a while. Yeah, because if you know, like, if you've known them for a while, and you know, like, whatever they say is, like, because it just, it honestly depends on your connection to that person and your relationship with that person. Because if you're, like, a friend with someone and you say, oh, you're so, like, you're so, let's say, you're such a fucking asshole. But, mm. you know, you're purposely annoying then, them, but you have a really good connection with them, right? Like, obviously, yeah. obviously they don't mean that, but yeah, I feel like it honestly just depends on what, like, the person's going through as well. Like, you know, if they have a fear of, yeah. like, losing friends and stuff like that, they might take that a little bit into consideration. But if they do have a good connection with that person, I, I feel like that they wouldn't react in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were up to the next one. And this one, I think, is aimed against... Uh, or aimed to, ma- to men. Uh, you're so in touch with your feelings. Said to a man that this is a snide way of making fun of them. Uh, fun of him for having and expressing feelings. See, if a girl said that to me, I'd feel like I would be, like, sort of... I don't know, because if it's a girl that I like... And I'm like laughing lots, and I'm talking to them, telling them heaps, and like a touchy subject. Um, I'd be, I wouldn't be offended, but I'd be more cautious about how I would express my feelings and how I'd be talking to them after that, because I feel like I'd be overexpressing. Like if I'm laughing heaps at at like things we're talking about, and she says you're so in touch with your feelings, I'd, yeah, I don't know. I sort of make me think to myself and think, you know have to think twice about how much I'm expressing myself. If a girl said that to me, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> to be truthful, honestly, I honestly wouldn't care, to be honest. Yeah. Like, for me. Hmm. It's just, uh, like, this is different with everybody, of course. I got myself some um some cheesy pretzels. Cheesy pretzels. Mm-hmm. That's different. right, man. Have you seen the um? Have you se- you've been to Pretzel World in the Plaza? Yeah. Oh, Pretzel World is that that little? It's a little pretzel one next to the boba shop, in uh like in fr- at the front of Coles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, my. Yeah, yeah. I went there and I got a um a meat lovers pretzel. Mm-hmm. And oh my days. If you, if any, anyone listening that lives in the Western Sydney region, um, go to Penrith, the Penrith Plaza, Penrith Westfield Plaza, and you go to the Coles, and right outside of that is Pretzel World, and they have all different types of pretzels. Yeah, so they have like meat lovers, they have um, like Hawaiian, they have pepperoni, they have cheese, and they're like big pretzels as well, man. Like, and they taste so good, like. There's so much flavour and just... It's actually one of the best pretzels I've had. I've only ever had the, um... The pepperoni ones from there. Mm. And they... they Oh my god, they put so much fucking cheese on it. They put so much <laughs> cheese. Yeah. I'll, like, I'll literally only be able to eat half. And I can usually eat, like, a whole pizza, bro. From yeah, fucking Domino's. Yeah. Mm. And... So good. Isn't that crazy how they got rid of the target 
and replaced it with a Coles. The Coles looks so yeah. good, though. Like, uh, yeah, the Coles looks awesome. Looks better than what the Target did. <laughs> have you um have you been to that that new uh that new arcade in in the Plaza? Yeah, yeah. Archie Brothers, I think it's called. I went um maybe about a couple of weeks after it opened. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I the only issue I have with it is if you go by yourself, it's not fun. If you go with someone else, it's a lot better. Like I, mm. I made the mistake by going there first and going by myself. But it's it's so small, like I don't know, I feel like maybe I'm being too hasty and I'm maybe taking it for granted, but it's too small in my opinion. Like other arcades, like the one in Jamison Town with the bowling, like that's bigger than the Archie Brothers. With the bowling in there and the putt putt, but I guess the putt putt and the bowling makes up for the size of it. They they did feel like, um, sixty percent of it with the um the, the little cafeteria looking area with all like the tables yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. I what I did like is um that little mini golf course they kind of have. I really wanted to try that out. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, well, from what I've seen, it actually looks pretty good. But again, once again, it's such a small. Pl- have like, you been in it? Such a small. No, I haven't been in it, but I've seen photos of people in it, and I don't know, I guess it's just too small, I guess. It is pretty big. They fit a, they fit a lot of stuff in there. You should, you should go in there. Um, They have quite a lot of things in there. Yeah? Mm. I don't know, maybe because I've only been to, like, the arcade area, I haven't really explored much, but from what, from what I could see, it didn't look that big, but I don't know, maybe I was wrong. Maybe. Alright, our next slide is, you are so easygoing, I love that. This is another way of, te- of telling a woman she's interesting for downplaying her feelings and emotions. Uh, can we, can we all, can we just all agree that there's nothing wrong with a woman that shows passion? See, I don't know. You're so easygoing, I love that. Me saying that to a woman would be like, me, I don't know, me saying to that to a woman would be like, I don't know, because they could take it the wrong way. But I'd be saying it in, as like a compliment, as like for that mood and that time. But I'd compliment her if she ever showed emotion. Like, I love a girl that shows emotion and isn't scared to like laugh around me or be happy. But, I don't, yeah. You are so easygoing. I love that. I, oh my god, I don't. How could anyone take that as like. A bad mm. thing. If someone said that to me, I'd just be like, oh my god, like, yeah, thanks. Like, I'm not trying to fucking <laughs> push you around. Yeah. And honestly, I find it as such a big compliment for someone to call me chill or easygoing. That is just... I don't know who the fuck wrote this list. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what's the next one? Um, oh, I got an ad. Alright, there we go. You're so cute when you're mad. See, that... that- I'd take that, like... that. That's that's bullshit. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a good compliment. Yeah, we both have the same reaction to that. No women... are not cute when they are mad. Yeah, exactly. They are mad when they are mad. Stop devaluing women's emotions and don't use the word cute for anything other than a soft animal. I'm 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 very convinced, and from what I can see in the ratings uh, on the left side of the screen, six 
likes and uh, 33 thumbs down. I want to have a gaze at the comments. Uh, oh, yep, first comment. How about we just don't talk to anyone? It seems that in recent times, everyone is very sensitive to any comment. Another so-called journalist trying to stir the pot. See, like, that's just hit the nail on the head. And you want to know who um wrote these? Who? Scroll up and look at the top of that page. Not all the way at the top, like where the URL is, but just like scroll up to you can't yeah. anymore and look what company wrote this. Yeah. Espresso. Espresso. <laughs> Let's look at their... I'm going to look at their page and see if they have anything else like this. Um, let's see. Okay, I can't see anything here. I'm going to go back to the thing. View profile. Um, 10 annoying oh things God. your right. dog does. That's what they made. They made 10 annoying things that your dog does. Wow. Alright, next one. Next slide. Alright, the next the next slide is you are just like one of the guys. Right, because See, there's any no girl way would a man that could a be comfortable simply being around a woman. She has to... S I feel... Oh, I don't even know. Um, in order for them to respect and acknowledge her because... Femininity is somehow undesirable. Alright. I've never said that to a girl in my life. <laughs> and I don't think I ever will because if I ha if I have a girlfriend, like I'm not a huge fan of having being in a relationship and having like girlfriends because, you know, for me I just I don't feel the need need to, and I don't really want to because, you know, that's disrespectful. Yeah. And, you know, I just like, okay, I don't need to have friends that are girls. Like, you know, that's easy for me. I just like. Yeah, of course. I don't really make a big deal out of it, but especially like, it it goes both w both ways. Like, double standards are. Fucking yeah, double standards in a relationship are crazy. You no, know, like, like if you tell them like not to talk to a guy, and then they'll just be like, "Oh, you can't tell me what to do. That's so controlling." Yeah. And yada yada yada. Like, just what? What are you? What is so important about that person? Yeah, exactly. That, like, if I understand, if you've been a, if you've been friends with them for a long time then choose to date them and not the person that you were dating. Like, I understand, like, some girls, very, very little amount, this very small group, like, have guy friends and have completely no intentions of doing anything with them or anything like that, right? Just talking to them for shits yeah. and giggles. But that's, like, it's so hard to find a girl. And then, you know, from past relationships you get into and stuff like that. And then shit like mm. that happens. And then it just goes all downhill. You kind of have... It's kind of like when you get into a relationship and you have that kind of scenario, it kind of just writes code in your head to remember it for yeah. next time. And then... 
when she does have like a friend like that, it doesn't really it it kind of it kind of gets to you, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this next one. See, this is explainable. I never knew you were so funny. Women can tell jokes just as well as men. You only need to watch any show or film that Mindy... I don't know who this... I don't, okay. Mindy Kaling, Kaling or Tina Fey. Let's look at who they are because I have no idea who they are. Telling a woman she's surprisingly funny makes light of her intelligence and creativity and is totally sexist. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> totally sexist. Not just sexist, it's totally... It's totally sexist for to call to tell a woman that she's uh, funny and you didn't know she was when in past conversations she might not have popped a joke or tried to be funny. Like, how do these? How do any of these make any sense? <laughs> these are just like normal things you'd say to someone. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with espresso? All right, have you seen the Google the other right ones? now? No, but I'm going to use my phone. Okay. What did you want me to Google? Who is the head of espresso? Oh. <laughs> Wait, who who does this shit? Is it like it's marketing, right? Yeah. Or is it, it just to be. Espresso Communication. Who runs Espresso Communication? Let's, let's see. Corey McLeod, CEO and founder of Expresso Communications, said the cosmos has always been a realm of possibility and ambition and today's space industry Male or is female? Uh, I think it's a dude? Hold on, let, let me look him up. Um, it's a woman! It's a woman! Know it! Thought so. I fucking thought so. Oh, and she looks like, like a feminist too. Really? Yeah, Yo, really. Yeah, I'll send, send you a photo. A, send us a photo. I'm sorry, viewers, you can't see this, but... <laughs> we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll take a photo of it and I'll save it and I'll show you a photo of... um. We'll, we'll put up a photo um, on our TikTok that we will have in... Uh, we'll have made in the future. Um, but this is this is interesting. Because I, I, you know, I would have picked it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that from a mile away. Oh my god. Canberra, Australian Capital Territory, 5k followers. 500 connections. Look at oh, that big fucking forehead. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking make toast on that. <laughs> <laughs> Could show my shoe with that. Oh. Starting to become Andrea Tate. <laughs> Andrea Tate. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, wait, you no, you're actually right. These are like generic things I would say to someone. Yeah. I don't That piece of clothing really clothing really shows off your You've got balls. Yeah, you <laughs> That's like that's that's a compliment though. Like saying you got guts, like you got courage. All right, this one, you look great. Like you you are not even trying. What? 
That I, I, is the best compliment. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. How is that sexist? Again, placing value on a person's... There's no way a woman would look at you after that and say, like, yeah, you're a sexist bitch. Yeah, like, it says here, again, placing value on a person solely for their looks is just ridiculous. How is that placing value on a, on someone for solely <laughs> for their looks? You have a connection with someone. You say all different types of things to them all the time. And the moment you say one thing like that, it you just all all the value is based on that. That is so stupid. <laughs> She's saying that it's this Corey it's McLeod, just ridiculous. It needs to needs to take a hike. She says it's ridiculous, but what she's fucking saying is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't think she knows what she's saying. <laughs> Why can't someone take pride in caring about their appearance and trying to look their best? People should be able to dress how they like without a focus of doing it for someone else. I'm gonna fucking kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well said. Oh wow. Alright. I wanna take a look at the next slide. That's funny. Oh. You seem like a really good you seem like a real good Ad. guy, nice guy. Alright, let's have a look. You seem like a real good girl slash nice guy. Humans are complex beings, and no one is wholly good or bad. Oh God! Here, you read this one. And and just what does being nice mean anyway? When I said this, when I said in this manner, it typically implies that a person is compliant, submissive, and basically holds no power in the relationship. All right. First things first. Oh my god. If someone said this to me, I don't even know... Why would you say this to someone in the first place? I don't know. If some if someone was being, like, super nice to me, I'd just be like, Oh, you're so sweet. Not, you seem like a nice girl. Yeah. I'm gonna take that into consideration. Yeah, I'm going to take my, my judgment of you into consideration as to whether or not we continue further and not actually get to... Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, you sure I... know a lot about politics. <laughs> Just because someone has two X chromosomes doesn't mean they can't be knowledgeable about current affairs in the world event. Um, I know nothing about politics because... <laughs> Same. It's stupid, and it's kind of just boring. And you know, ninety percent of Australia doesn't even listen to yeah. it, anyways. Like you see, though, you see those news channels on like YouTube and stuff like that, and they get like what yeah, ten k views, like, one k views after two and the videos been up for like a year. <laughs> I get those recommended all the time. All right, you read this next one. All right. Uh, I didn't know that women could program so well. It's a common misconception that women can't excel in STEM activities. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, STEM means... Oh, I actually don't know what STEM means. So anyway, <laughs> for something those, to do with For IT. those of you who don't know. Yeah. And this type of compliment is a really sexist dig at a woman's intelligence. What? Is... What? Okay, if this could be offensive, but...
but I wouldn't say it's sexist. I mean, yeah, there's like differences between saying like, because I would say this to anyone, but I wouldn't say it like that. I'd just be like, I'd just be like, oh my God, you're so good at at doing that, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, like, yeah. I wouldn't say like, I didn't know that a woman could program so well. Like she's put emphasis on the woman. You were you were such a good woman, and you could program shit so well, you woman. Yeah, you go, woman. Woman power. <laughs> so so fucking. Oh my god. All right, you read this one. You look great. Have you lost weight? Okay, I could I could understand this, but I could also take that as a compliment too. Cause girl. Yeah, I'd take that as a compliment. But I wouldn't... I wouldn't say it to someone, you know? I wouldn't say, have you lost weight? I would I would probably say, have you been working out, or... Yeah. I wouldn't say, like, directly, have you lost Why weight? Why are these all ter- towards, towards women? There's only one towards men. There's been, men. like, two that are directed towards yeah. men. Yeah. The boy or girl one, because t- it was both. Yeah. But... While often said to women, men get this too. Oh, okay, here we go. Okay, good. No matter how well-meaning, it's never okay to comment on a person's size. They could have a health issue or eating disorder you didn't know about. All right, let's let's go back like 50, 50 years, all right? Yep. If you look at like... <clears throat> if you search up on YouTube or just look up anywhere, uh, videos of... You know the streets in, like let's say 1950s to the 1900s. There was hardly any people in those generations who were actually mm. obese and had like eating disorders, or let's say like were actually fat because nobody had the comfort to you know sit inside or just be an electronic, have no job, get money for free. Everyone was constantly always working. Yeah. So nobody ever they could always upkeep that skinny, slim kind of, you know, muscly, really lean <clears throat> appearance. But ever since we got into like, you know, technology, <clears throat> fast food, sitting in yeah, fast food, sitting in uh offices for hours upon end and just shit like that, like Centrelink and people not doing anything. Yeah, like with of their course lives. that's gonna like it's, like do something to our body because you know you're not doing anything, you're not getting active, you're not getting that that hour of um, activity every day, the physical activity your body needs. Like, of course you're gonna gain dis- eating disorders. But then again, we're not attacking anyone who's listening that may have an eating disorder or a yeah. or a body dysfunction or a health issue for that fact. I mean, um, if you- we're just saying that over time. Like, we've evolved into a less active and a more reliant on laziness and getting comfortable. Yeah, because if you actually have, like, an eating disorder or very, very, very low metabolism, like, absolutely super low, where, you like, even though you have a low metabolism, you can still push to, you know, you can either suffer working out or you can suffer fucking not being able to move for the rest of your life, you know? You, you can pick one, and I choose the working out one because I don't want to be able to... I mean, for me, I have a really high metabolism, which means I, like, burn fat the moment food enters yeah. my body. 
Yeah. Which is why I can eat so much shit and, like, lose weight. Um, but, yeah, it just... If you, if, you, if you actually are able to do something about it, then there is no excuse for you to completely, like, be morbidly obese. Yeah, or complain about being obese, like, and, and yeah. make it a big deal. Like, when, then again, we're not attacking anyone that has a health issue or an eating disorder, but if you are able to fix your body weight and your shape, then do it. Don't complain about it. Like, and it, it won't just the take... The fact that they're trying to normalise it... Mm, and the fact that people are trying to normalise... If you, if you like working out solely because you w- not want to be fat, that's fat phobic. I see that shit just, like, that's not, it can go both ways. You don't like to, you don't like to work out and mm. look good. You're fit phobic. Like, mm. all this stupid fucking cancel, cancel culture and all this other stuff is just so fucked. Like, what? What are we... What is this world turning into? Like, all this... Um, how do you even describe it? Like, fucking... It's because people don't like don't get their own way, so they have to find a way that they will get their way without actually getting their way. Yeah. In the first place. So, you're having an argument with someone, and they mention something, you know, slightly offensive, you'll get cancelled for that. Cancel culture is so fucking stupid. Alright. What's the next one? That piece of clothing really shows off your great body part. No matter who it is said to, this is one backhanded, backhanded compliment uh, that's sure to make the recipient feel icky. Please stop commenting on the appearance of other people's bodies. Well, I don't know because if you don't want us to stop, if you don't want us to compliment on your body, I don't know. I don't know, man. If this, I would. I wouldn't ever say this to someone, but... Yeah, I don't even know why you would say this to someone. Like, oh yeah, that shirt really shows off your... your like, if I'm just chilling with someone... Like, that's so weird. Why would you say that? Yeah, if I'm just... If I'm just chilling with someone and... Like... Let's say a girl, right? Hypothetically... I'm with a girl and... Mm. Her legs look really nice, right? Her thighs. And I'd be like... Mm. Your thighs look so nice. Like, sure, they could take that in the wrong way. But I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to make them feel insecure. I'm not trying to do any of that. And if, if you're smart enough and you know that, like, I'm not being mean and you just, you know, you take that and you, it's positive. It's not. Yeah. And it can also depend on, like, the way you say it. But yeah, for me, I would, I would, I've n- fucking never said anything like this. Yeah, like if someone was wearing something, I'd just be like, okay. "Oh my god, you look Before so good." Before you read that. the next one, I saw this thing this morning uh, when I was waking. When I woke up, I, I went on Instagram Reels and I was scrolling, and I found this thing—a news. This is, it was a clip of a news report of this girl. She was on the news and she was explaining how math is racist. Oh my god. I saw something like... I saw the exact same thing, but I didn't watch the video because I was just like, oh, it's bullshit, and just kept scrolling. Okay, I found the video. Oh, wow, that's loud. Alright, so YouTube. send it to me. YouTube. Is it on Instagram? I'll just send you the link. Oh, YouTube, YouTube, okay. Oh, my God. So, 
Alright. And if you're go. gonna if you're gonna teach kids that two plus two is racist, you need you don't deserve to be a teacher. How is maths racist? <sighs> this girl explains it. I think. Math is racist now. I'm gonna play it into the mic. I thought it was boring, but today I learned that my dislike for maths was because maths is actually racist. Yep, you heard that right. The California State Education Panel thinks 2 plus 2 equals 4 is inequitable and no longer wants to make getting the right answer the main objective of mathematics. You see, it's all because there is a history of underrepresentation of black, Hispanic and indigenous people in mathematics and mathematic-related domains. This all stemmed from a manual that was penned by these Californian educationalists. They claimed teaching methods were racist and they needed to be overhauled so that non-white pupils could, and I quote, reclaim their mathematical ancestry. Seriously, you couldn't make this stuff up. Under their ideas, getting the right answer is simple. It's called white supremacy. And teachers who uphold the idea that there are always right and wrong answers perpetuate objectivity as well as fear of open conflict. And to the rest of us, they're two characteristics of racist systems, apparently. It's flipping math. I like how he says apparently. Like, he's, he's, he's literally <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck as well. I mean, he, he gets paid to read out shit like that. So, <laughs> honestly, preps to him. But still, like, what the fuck is that? Oh, no, no. I found, I found the actual interview with the girl. Okay, I found the actual. Yeah, I found it. The actual interview, oh, okay. Interview. This is the one that I saw this morning. Hold on, we'll start at the same time, so I can... Oh, I can't... Can't fucking wait to see this. Oh, here we go. Is California left is now trying to cancel math class? According to a Wall Street Journal op-ed, the state's newly proposed curriculum recommends schools use the documents to teach kids titled A Pathway to Equitable Math Instruction. Dismantling racism in mathematics instruction. If ratified, a controversial curriculum would bring social justice to math classes across California's K through 12 public education. Here to react, former professor Dr. Carol Swain. Uh, doctor, thank you so much for joining the program. Um, we've heard these theories before that black kids, brown kids in community, they can't learn. They, the, the standards need to be changed. We know that's false because the charter schools, Capital Prep, Can Academy, took those same schools out of those poor neighborhoods, turned them to A students. They all got free rides to college. So what, what is say. the goal of this program? I can tell you the goal of the program is to push critical race theory under the guise of mathematics and if you look at that Oakland school district the students have a 27 percent proficiency rate in math it's 90 percent minority what will happen if this is implemented that proficiency rate will drop even lower it will destroy opportunities for minority students it's not about uh, being shut up Fuck! Oh, I'm not listening she to her is, any longer. Yeah, I don't know what she's on. She sounds like... Oh, where is that from? She reminds me of a vegan teacher. Oh, what is that accent? California. She sounds it's like California she's accent. from Texas. <laughs> before... Before all of this happened, um, we found out that, uh... 
five plus five equal racism. <laughs> five plus five actually then, I equal really. black people. Ever since then, I've just... It's just been hurting me, and I can't take it anymore. That's literally how she was talking the whole time. It's time we take a stand against math. <laughs> math is ruining our school <laughs> curriculum. Okay, next on this slide in this list, so um, it's amazing how you dedicated on the slide. you are to your job, even with a child. No one in their right mind would ever say this to a man, so why should it ever be said to a woman? This implies that she values her career over her family, and that there is something wrong with that. Newsflash, there's not. Okay. Um, no one, let's, let me read this again. No one in their right it's mind would ever say this to a man, so why would it ever be said to a woman? Well, it's amazing how dedicated you are to a I've job. I've never said that. I've never said that to a girl in my life. I know anyone that works in childcare, but even though it did, why would I say that? Um, I would never say this. I don't know why I would say it, because I feel like there would be no reason to. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you... I feel like she's reaching for, for like, different compliments... She's just pulling out of the air that she can think of, or that she's probably had said to her in a different way, and she's just reworded it so it sounds more sexist. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, oh, if I, this, I would never say this. Like, if you could just, if you could just observe, like how people handle different situations, that kind of explains a lot. Because you know, when someone says they'll do something. It's never really a 100% thing. Like, you don't know they're going to do it 100%. No matter how much you trust them or not, you just have to, you know, base mm. their, you know, attitude, personality, all this stuff on their actions and the actions they make. So, if you, like, observe, like, how they handle stuff and stuff like that, that can really say a lot about them. Yeah. And I feel like... I would never say this because I'm I'm like personally I'm really really good at like noticing different people and you know like <clears throat> I've met people who were like the first the moment they enter in the room just the vibes completely change and I can just feel like either whether they're a shitty untrustful person or yeah you know a really good person really good to talk to because you can obviously tell like once a good person enters the room and is like talking to everyone really hyped up really nice you know that's just such a good vibe but when people like walk in and just like are really like oh how do you even explain it you can you can, you can obviously know like surely a lot of people have experienced it before but yeah yeah it's not it's not really something you'd say to someone it's more unobservable an observable thing. Yeah. Okay, now, last one on the list, um, and let's hope it's the most interesting. I'm impressed with how well you are handling the kids. Well, that's... No, that's actually a compliment, like, and that's not a sexist one, because... Okay, let's let's see what she says has to say about this. Well-meaning strangers... Um, might say this to a dad out on his own with his, with the kids, but it's pretty rude to think that a man wouldn't be able to parent his own children, and discredits the hard work of dads everywhere. See, th- I'm not taking that as you saying or you'd uh, you think like uh, I don't know. 
You're saying that if if I, if that was said to me and I was you know taking care of my kids, I take it as a compliment because you're calling me a good parent. Yeah. I feel like if I was starting a conversation with someone random, like another dude, and he had kids, he was a single dad or something like that, or you know whatever whatever relationship he has with anyone. Again, this is something I would never say and never think about saying. Like, if I started a conversation with them, you got, like, how, like, and they're sitting at the park and their kids are playing and you don't know that he has kids at the moment, but you just ask, like, you, you have, have any, have any little ones of your own, you know? Yeah, and like, and you know me, because I, I use it in, like, every second sentence that I have ever said. If, if he was to say, you know, like, oh, I'm taking my kids to the, to the, you know, to Luna Park next weekend, I'd be like, yeah, W Dad, like. W Dad. Like, because each, each parent has a different role, and yeah, I feel like there's a lot of pros and cons when it comes to trying to equalize the genders, and I feel like people who put push towards that, and it's solely um it's solely females who push gender equality, yeah, but I feel like they solely base it. Like, it's more 70% <clears throat> um, women's rights and 30% um, men's. And that's, like, another small individual group. And then there's feminists who are just 100% female, everything female, this, female, that. We don't need men, we yeah. don't need this. And then there's ones who are actually 50-50 and actually talk about, like, double standards and stuff like that. And I feel like those are the really good ones. But each parent has a role and... When it comes to gender roles, I feel like there should be no equality because it wouldn't really work. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, equality between genders, when it comes to, like, pay or being able to do certain things, unless it's, like, completely out of this world, but if someone, anyone, no matter their gender, wants to try something, just, you know, let them do it. Like, I was watching something earlier on on a news show how they were talking about how female players were getting paid like $5,300 when they win like the final and and that's each so each female on the team wins that much yeah and for men it's like 69,000 and like the girls were just complaining and complaining but this but this but that but like if that like that's mm. the thing and what really made sense is that like he was asking them, like, do you do you even watch that? And they're like, no. <clears throat> and they're like, yeah, see why? Like the yeah, because a lot more people are watching, like the male sports, right? Like it's so like the male sports are so popular, like cricket, tennis, fucking golf, whatever. And you know, the more people that watch it, the more you know it's promoted, the more it's everywhere, and you know, the more money they're gonna make because you know. If they're putting this out there for all these people to watch, all this and this and that, like the people who are actually like the the star of what's ever being casted, are going to be paid a lot more. And because not many people watch the female sports, it's they're not really getting paid that much because they're like, yeah. oh, you know, you know, it's not really shown everywhere a lot. You know, there's probably like one channel for the, the women's sports, and you know that's the reason yeah. why. Yeah, I don't know. I. I you could say, okay, so let's look at the NBA and the WNBA. The NBA, LeBron James, 
at the moment is making $512 million in a two-year... Uh, no, he's made $512 million from the NBA, I think, or something like that. Alright, so... Yeah. He's made, he's made half a billion dollars from his NBA contracts, and he's made, I think, a billion dollars off of his shoe brand. He's, ne- he's made a billion dollars off of his brand. So, he's, he started, he's made a lot of money. Um, Who is this, LeBron James? Yeah, uh, and you know he's won four champions, four championships, um, and I think he's had two MVPs, something like that. So he has a lot of accomplishments. Um, and then they were comparing him to an NBA, a WNBA star, uh, Sue Bird, who uh, I think is has similar achievements to him, has two MVPs, two, uh, oh sorry, four uh, WNBA championships, but she only gets paid $516,000 a year or something like that. And honestly, to anyone, that is a lot of money. Like, $516,000 a year is a lot of money. And even, like, a million dollars a year, like, or a hundred thousand, like, two hundred thousand dollars a year, that, that's a lot of money to be making. But it's all about the revenue that they bring in, like... Yeah. The, t- the tickets If the they companies bring. are not making that much, then, you know, you're not going to get paid that much. Yeah. It's the same with a company, if you were to start up a company, like, if you make $10,000 a month, you have 10 employees, they get uh, $1,000 each for... Oh, not yeah, a thousand dollars each for that month, or even less because you gotta, you know, you gotta look at expenses like, uh, like bills that you gotta pay. You gotta pay for memberships and stuff that you have with websites. You know, you gotta pay for um, products that you have. You gotta pay for shipping. You gotta pay for all this stuff to bring in, so you can spend, or like, so you can use more money and bring in more money. So you gotta use money to get money. So if you're not using a lot, uh, if you're, I uh, see, I don't know because if if you're not paying these, uh, pay, paying these players and paying for these facilities, you you gotta have the people that want this. Like it's, it's all about yeah. It's all about the market. So if you were to, I don't know, say if the market was going crazy for pens, and you know you're selling heaps of pens, you're getting lots of money. You're doing that. Like there's a reason that you're making money, but. Say for women's like women's basketball, if you were um, you know, not a lot of people want to watch like women's basketball, then you're not going to be getting as much money, and not many people are going to be paying to watch it. At least not as much as the NBA. All right, I sent you a link in Discord for our new. Yeah, yeah. It's um, what is it? Twenty good reasons not. Oh, to by the same. By the same uh, same company, by the way. Yeah, same company. But it's not by okay, Espresso well, Communications. It's by um, just Espresso, I think. Alicia Delay. Oh, no, Alicia Delay. Oh, okay. Wait, so if I go to the other one... Hold on, if I go... Go here, if I go back up to what you sent me... Um, paste. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why they'd be saying stuff like this because I actually, you know, I want to have children soon. Well, not soon, soon, but like in the near future. Oh, like not in the near future, but in the future. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, 
We are, Elijah and I, on A&M Explained, are now looking at um, 20 good reasons not to have children. And the story is by Alicia De DeLay. It was posted yesterday at 7am. The time of recording this, it is 7.57pm on the 2nd of April. Uh, um, like, let's get started, I guess. Um, oh god. Okay. I'll read the first one. Kids are bad for your romantic relationship. As reported by CNN, your romantic relationship will suffer once you have children. In fact, researchers have found that the rate of decline in relationship satisfaction is nearly twice as steep for couples who have children than for childless couples. The reason? Instead of being lovers, you're now parents, and focus tends to be on your children, not your spouse. So I guess it all um, depends on how many kids you have. Because you can evenly balance it out if you have, like, one to two yeah. kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm currently just trying to get back to the slide that we are on. For some reason, it put me on slide 19. The... Mm. <laughs> it should say, um, in the bottom right of the thing, mm. like, underneath the photo, 2 out of 21 photos yeah. in Gallagher. Alright, second one. Kids are bad for your romantic relationship. How do you feel about that? Um, yeah. I See, I don't know. Because if you have a kid, if you have one kid, right, and you two are in love with each other, you have one kid, that f that, that fills your romantic mm. relationship as a kid. Because then it gives you a reason to stay together, A. It gives you a, a reason to bond... It gives you more time to bond with each other. And your kid. And you can evenly balance out your love life and your um, yeah. time that you spend with your children. I don't... Like... Kids are bad for your romantic relationship. I don't, I don't feel like they are. I feel like they can really contribute to, like, really, like, you know, as you said, like, bonding and stuff like that. And I feel like you can actually benefit from it. Mm. It's not really a loss. Mm. But the next one says, kids cost a lot of money. $233,610 on child costs from birth until the age of 17, not including college. I mean, that's just with like anything. Like how much do you... S yeah. Hold on, what was the second one? Kids cost a lot of money. Raising kids isn't cheap. Yeah, but then, you gotta, like, mm. if you're gonna say this, then you could say owning a house costs a lot of money. Or, like, <laughs> owning a car, or owning a car lots of money. Having a girlfriend costs a lot of money. Yeah. Like, as you probably know, spending money on your girlfriend, it can add up. Everything is gonna add up. Like, the, imagine the amount of money you spend by the time you're fucking, like, 80 years old, like, and then you look back if you were able to, like, it's gonna be a lot and a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, like, you look at all the money that you spent on, like, useless things, it yeah. also, it'd probably add up to the amount that you I, spent I don't really, on your child. Like, that's, that's kind of stupid. Kids will make you sleep deprived. <laughs> 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 okay, I can say this. In the early, in the early, like, newborn, like, the early childhood era, definitely I could say this, but 
I wouldn't say sleep deprived. I'd say you lose. You definitely lose sleep. Yeah. But then again, that's all on how you. That's all based on how you raise your kids and how you deal with situations like arguments with your girlfriend or stuff like that. Hmm. I feel like if I had a kid, it wouldn't really keep me up. Like you know, if you have, if you're really committed to it and you make sure that you know you have like set times for their bedtime you know food naps throughout the day and you know you make sure you keep quiet and stuff like that i reckon you could get like a lot of a lot of sleep in yeah exactly the only loss i think you'd lose when having a kid especially in the newborn or like early stages is work the only thing you'd lose is work because you'd have to take time off work to take care of your kid <clears throat> I mean, yeah, in a way. I mean, you can also go on, like, maternity leave and stuff like that to take mm. care of your child for the first couple of years until they can go into, like, daycare and stuff like that. Yeah. But look at the... look. Take a look at this next slide. Kids are bad for your sex life. It's a well-known fact that sexual intimacy uh, it tends to decline after you have a baby. First off, doctors suggest that women abs- abstain from intercourse for four to six weeks after childbirth. I mean, that's the same with, like... That's, like, that's understandable. Like, who is going to want to have sex, like, four to six weeks after childbirth? Right after yeah, it. Yeah, like, like, it was in a very short time after sex. Oh, uh, sorry, after childbirth. Like, going into labor, that, that hurts a lot. Like, women have explained how much that hurts. And who would want to even, I don't know, maybe if you have really high sex drive, you'd want to do that, but... Yeah. It's even so, like... like you could, Isn't it weird? Yeah. Isn't it weird how, in the picture, they put two girls in the bed with a kid? <laughs> like, I understand, like... But... You know... It's just, it's just... I was just looking at that, I was like, what the, the site fuck? Is, the site is run by feminists. <laughs> Kids what are terrible fuck? for the environment. <laughs> According to one study as reported (laughs) by the Independent, independent, (laughs) having children is the most destructive thing Mm -hmm. a person can do to the environment. Forgetting, uh, forget feeling bad about driving that SUV. Having a child is the most. I okay. I reckon this article is just taking the piss. There's no way this is real. (laughs) Yeah, like, what makes you think? Oh yeah, you know what? Today I'm gonna list twenty unethical things about why I was a fucking mistake. And what my parents told me I was a mistake for. Okay, this is sort of understandable. Babies make a lot of trash. Every year, babies in North America are responsible f- for using 30 to 40 billion disposable diapers that end up in landfills in the United Kingdom. An estimated 3 billion diapers are thrown away each year. <coughs> the thought the thought is enough to make you not want to have kids. It doesn't make me not want to have kids. It just makes me maybe not want to use this much... Like, Not give a shit. Yeah, m- much much nap. <laughs> <laughs> Kids can hurt earning. your earning power. It's unfair, but it's true. Having okay, this is like what I was saying before. Yeah, yeah. Like with taking time off work, <coughs> but like that's understandable. That's sort of what the risk that you have to take when having a kid. You have to understand that you have to take time off and take a time away from money mm. to have kids, unless you're you know you make money by home from home then you know 
Kids can make it tough to get an education, according to the same source. Women have who have babies very early or very late are less affected by the gender wage gap. However, there's a catch. Women who have children too early tend to be less educated, lower earners. See, okay, this is this is sort of true, but look at Eminem. <laughs> like his mum had him at like fucking fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. And now look at him. But still, that's sort of a lot of luck and hard work. Yeah, a lot of a lot of luck and a lot of hard work. Kids <laughs> can cause you to lose friends. What? Is it the next slide? <laughs> Kids can cause you to Due lose friends. Due to a lack of time and busy, and busy schedules and changing priorities, kids can have a negative impact even on your closest friendship, causing them to change or even dissolve. If I have, See, that's if I have if friends, you have, if you have friends like yeah. that, if if you have friends like that, like get rid of them. <laughs> Who cares if you lose them? Because those aren't real friends. You have you have people in your life that'll just stop talking to you because you have a kid and you need to take time away. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have any friends like that. <laughs> Kids are bad for your health, according to researchers from the University of Minnesota, as reported by Time Magazine. Mothers consume more calories and get less physical activity than women with no kids. Although the men also have ne had negative uh, outcomes. Researchers, both parents also exercise l less than people without children. See, it's not really bad for your health. So, kids are bad for your health. According to researchers from the University of Minnesota, as reported by Time Magazine, mothers consume more calories and get less physical activity than women with no kids. Although men also had negative outcomes after being becoming fathers, the data was particularly... Worrisome? Worrisome. Oh. Worrisome for mothers. I, I've never seen that word in my life. Worrisome for mothers who had a higher BMI, ate less healthy food, and... But, uh, see, I get... I get after childbirth, you become, like, out of it, and, like, really don't want to do anything. Mm. But there's also mothers out there that, like... that push for a healthier lifestyle. And also, it's not really... It's not really not healthy. It's more... It's just more that you're like not, you know, you have other priorities and. Mm, exactly. It's not. It's not necessarily the fact that you're not healthy. Mm. You have other things that you need to do. Like, you work. You have kids. You have things that you do after school, like say taking the kids to. I don't know if they want to do soccer, music, mm, yeah, yeah, dancing. Like you, you have to take into accountability. Yeah, that's a sacrifice you All have to things. make. Kids are bad for your mental health, according to several studies. As reported in The Atlantic, uh, parents are at risk for depression, and they are less happy than their childless counterparts. While many assume that having children is the key to happiness, there is evidence that proves the contrary. In fact, depression appears to be a common side effect of having children. What do we think about this one, Elijah? I feel like... <laughs> And honestly, it honestly depends on the way you take it. Like, if you're... Some people, like, you you see all these parents and, you know, they love their children very much and love... You know, there's people out there who it makes them happy, you know. It, even though it's stressful, like, in your mind, you know, that it's very much worth it and you can very much enjoy it. Yeah. 
I don't know, to be honest. It's not necessarily a bad thing. I think thing. the only p- the only times where it can affect your mental health is the same with the sleep-deprived uh, slide, where you lose sleep, so your mental becomes worse, or not necessarily worse, but it doesn't. It's not as good as what it would be if you got and a good amount of sleep. Yeah. Um. Next one. Kids can stress you out. And this, see, this is pointless oh. because all kids are like this. Yeah, that's fucking obvious. From a young that's, that's age, like all kids will stress you Captain out. Captain Obvious on these slides. That's for discipline and how you, how you like, deal with this stress. It's that's what makes a difference. Hmm. Yeah. And that's 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 what can really affect your child. Um, kids can damage your social life. Kids can make it tough to have a social life in many ways. You're too tired to say. Late or go out, you can't afford a babysitter and you can't afford to have a hangover because you have to be up at the crack of dawn the next morning. Again, like, these are the things you have yeah, to give up. Why are they saying social life? Like, going out and drinking all the time is not a mm, social like, life. Yeah, but who, who do you think of, like, what 34, 35 or middle-aged woman do you think of that has kids, goes out mm. and parties this late? Or even like, even like, think of like thirty-four, thirty-five-year-olds that don't have kids. Like, what ones? What 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 thirty-five, thirty-four-year-olds do you see without kids that go out yeah, and party just, late at night? The one, it the only ones you see do that are the alcoholics and the ones that are like <laughs> really addicted to drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> right. Um, next one. Oh. I just clicked on the ad. Um, kids can lead to divorce. Damn, that, this went dark really quickly. Uh, if it's, it's true that your romantic re- relationship will suffer once you have children, then if left unchecked, this decline could eventually lead to divorce. Of small upside, parents may be dissatisfied in their marriage, but ironically, the likelihood of them actually getting divorced declines perhaps because they feel they must stay together for the children despite being unhappy see for me I you know I've never been in marriage and I've never experienced this but I feel like the best way to go about it would be to talk about it and you know help your kid understand that you and your like your mum and your father aren't happy I wouldn't really bring the kid into it, but, you know, I'd have a talk with my it partner. Did again, it, it, it depends on how old they are. Like, if they're a really young kid, you wouldn't bring them into it. Mm. But, like, say, like a teenager, like our age, you'd probably have to talk to them because they would click on and know what's going on straight away and sort of ask you why Why you didn't tell me. Like, I'm mm, old now, yeah. I understand. Next slide. Kids contribute to what climate change. What the fuck? <laughs> kids contribute to climate change. <laughs> What? Although the recent school strikes for climate change have inspired millions around the world to get serious about taking action on climate change, it's small irony that, at the same time, the number of kids being driven to school has spiked in the recent decades, contributing to climate change. According to Ontario's transit agency, Metrolink, as reported, the globe... In the Globe and Mail, the percentage of 11 to 13-year-olds walking to school in the greater Toronto and Hamilton area 
nearly halved between 1986 and 2016, while the number of kids being driven in cars nearly tripled. See? Well, that's yeah, because, like, okay, people being driven to school is like, it's easy. It's easier for people to get cars now mm. and use cars and drive because it's easier to use a car, and it's easier to get a car. You know, and people get driven to work because uh, get driven to school because they have to go to work right after. And like, if someone lives really far away, like say I do, because I go to a, a school that is by drive twenty minutes. It's like a twenty minute drive, but by transport, it's an hour and a half. But I do that because uh, mm. I have to. If I was get to get driven to work every day, uh, to school every day, I would. Because it's easier. Yeah, and like, especially in like areas that public transport doesn't go to as well, and walking it can, you know, even though walking will get your, you know, your hour of fitness in every day, um, I don't really think it would be good for their bodies either because most schools these days you know they're carrying backpacks that are fucking twice the size of them breaking their backs every single day <laughs> it's honestly just it's not worth it to fucking <laughs> walk that far especially mm, exactly oh god you look at the next one <coughs> what the fuck kids kill your me time <laughs> according to a study reporter than daily mail the average mum it's just 17 minutes to myself a day. That's right. Not even a, half, a full half hour. Okay, that's a lie, because if you take your kids to school, that's a whole six hours a day that you don't mm. have to deal with them, and you have me time. See, they're just naming all the sacrifices you have to make. I mean, yeah, it is. But they've named it, in like, 20 reasons not to have kids. I wouldn't say not to have kids. <laughs> I'd probably just say... 20 risks you've got to take when having kids <laughs> or like where's the 20 benefits yeah. or why is it yeah you never say the 20 benef 20 benefits or like 20 good sides of things <laughs> like the 20 best compliments or sexist compliments you kids education costs a fortune see in, a in Australia it costs nothing we covered earlier yeah in the United States yeah, exactly. So this may be American, but in Australia, like, if, if any Americans listening, like, public education, it costs nothing. If anything, each term, like, each, uh, so there's four terms in a year for us, there's, uh, three months to each term, and, um, at the end of each month, you mm, maybe yeah. have to pay a hundred dollars, depending on what the school's like. But that's just school fees. Private schools you have to pay. in Australia, they're probably around about... What, f like six thousand? Yeah, it's like six thousand dollars a year. Yeah, private schools are around the the five to ten k region. Yeah, five to ten k mm. region. Like it doesn't exceed fifty. It doesn't ex exceed like twelve thousand, like it says it does in this. But that's in the US. So. Kids don't move out these and days. And they're talking about private education, not public education. A like strange because you don't see kids a lot of don't kids. move out these days because. It's fucking impossible to... Yeah, it's possible. Like, you can't find a house these days for under 600000 Like, and that's a lot for a house. And, like, a two-bedroom apartment right. in, like, central Penrith. So, like, 
like the like right next to the plaza, or not like right next to the plaza, mm. but like in an apartment block near the plaza or mainstream Penrith. It'd be like five four hundred thousand for like a one bedroom apartment. Like, that's yeah, a and lot. I feel like I feel like if I like if I was to move out, I feel like if I didn't have anyone, like I was gonna move out alone, mm. you know. I don't really want to live alone because it's it's really really get hard really lonely. to yeah lonely and it's just very It'd be really hard, hard to keep to, up by yourself yeah but if I was to I'd probably wait until you know I got a lot of money saved up I got a good job got a good job and income coming in and you know I have everything I need when I move in there and just make it very sustainable because you know you don't really want to move into a place by yourself if you know you have you have no clue what you're doing or no clue what's going on but if you like have a partner and you know they already have a place or like just any place in general and you know you can still get to work still public transport and stuff like that and you know you've thought about moving in i reckon i reckon i would like take that i reckon when you're in an adult relationship, I reckon ad- adult relationships start around really late nineteens, continuing mm. forward, mm. and I feel like around once you've been together for around six months, I feel like that's a good time to you know move in because a lot of people think that's kind of stupid, like, six months, oh my god, that's, like, nothing, like, well, you're not dating them to fucking, you know, you didn't date them that long just to, like, try it out and see how it goes, like, once you're past a, like, two-month, three-month, four-month mark, like... You're in it for a while. Yeah, you Unless one of you slips up and, like, slip or slips up and, you ha- like, you feel like you have to split up. Mm, yeah. That's why people got to be so dedicated and not like and not go out and cheat. Like you got to be so dedicated to a relationship. You got to actually commit. Yeah, and I, I don't think I don't think many people understand that. <sighs> Next one is interesting. Uh, kids wreck your car. Once your kids are old enough to drive, be prepared what for the them fuck? to borrow your car and bring it back in a less comp- than perfect condition. Young, newly licensed drivers are at a higher risk of ri- of having a car a crash than older. This is with any first, like, this is with any first-time driver, like, if you're new to driving a machine, like a vehicle. I mean, it's kind of obvious, like, they're still learning, but I feel like, I feel like it's the parent's decision. Like, if they're like, yeah, you can use the car and stuff like that, and just don't do this, but, you know, that's, you're taking that risk, but. Yeah. If they're able to like save up and get a really like shitty car in the meantime that you know is still able to get from A to mm. B and do everything any other car can do no matter what the fuck it looks like like mm. I feel like that's just a really good car to you know use around while you have your license and stuff like that and then you know once you're older and you know you're more experienced you know you can just ever need to drive someone's car you know you you, you, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, kids ruin your clothes. Again, this goes with discipline. Sticky um, fingers. If you enjoy high fashion, <laughs> if you enjoy high fashion and fancy clothes, your kids may not be for you. From sticky fingers covered in chocolate and accidental vomiting. Okay, well, 
first off, teach your kids some manners and how to uh, eat. Then you have to deal with this. But then mm. again, all kids, all kids are going to be like this. At first. Yeah. Like, when they're like one year old, newborns, two years old, three years old, and then maybe around four years old, you know, they're going to be messy. Like, they don't yeah. know anything. They don't know any better. Um, yeah. I guess that's it. Well, I think, for, I think for for a first episode, that's uh, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> we covered a lot. Um, we covered two topics in this: one about sexist compliments you shouldn't say, and uh, reasons and why you shouldn't have children. Reasons why to not have kids. Yeah. Very yeah. Good. Um, Wait, next episode yeah, that's should it. be a lot more jam-packed. Um, but definitely going to be working in the lab. Um, Thinking of topics cooking and up, ideas to talk cooking about. Cooking up a storm. Yeah. Cooking up a storm, yeah. <laughs> Cooking up a storm. Um, but it's, it's, it's been fun. Alright. Um, yeah, so, hopefully... See you guys we, later. We to, yeah, we hope to see you in the next one.